0: Welcome back to Classroom Chats with Crystal, where we answer all things education and we focus on developing our teacher identities. Before jumping into our question for today, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Classroom Chats, or to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Anchor, or even Apple Podcasts or Google. If you feel so obliged, I am taking your questions as well as your feedback. There is a message option inside of Anchor. You simply click the message button, ask whatever question you like, and you may be featured on the show. If you're listening elsewhere, such as Spotify, Google, or Apple, you can also find a link to send a message in the show notes. I wanna hear from you, and I enjoy spending time with you, and most importantly, I enjoy answering your questions. The question for today is, what do I do now? I had a rough year. This year was rough for many of us. We had Hurricane Dorian down in Florida uh, where we were out of school for days at a time. Now we're living through the COVID-19 pandemic and we are in the midst of distance learning. Within a blink of an eye, educators were asked to totally change their way of work where some teachers may have been comfortable with technology and integrated technology on a very regular basis and others were still learning to become comfortable with that form of technology but we're here so what do you do if before the COVID-19 pandemic you had a rough year maybe you had difficult class dynamics you saw slow progress in the classroom within your students and as a result you were frustrated didn't know where to turn or what to do, who to talk to, who to ask, questions of, how to reach the students who seemed as though they were disinterested and lacked motivation. Possibly you had difficulty connecting with the parents. You would place a phone call, the number would be wrong, the parent wouldn't pick up, the parent would pick up, the parent would yell, the parent would hang up, or you would even get the child. Or in our situation or many situations that I found are the student actually blocked our phone number so that we couldn't reach the parent. We send emails, they sometimes go unanswered, and all of those things are just to address the the concerns you have about the student academically as well as behaviorally. Maybe your class was bonkers. The majority of the students were bouncing off the walls. The dynamics there um, were quite challenging where the students were feeding off one another. Maybe you were in a classroom uh, where they you had a lot of behavioral problems or a lot of students with special education plans, and you were stressed trying to make sure that you were providing the right accommodations and meeting the needs of all of those students so that they can learn and progress um, just like their peers. But maybe you had employee relations concern where unfortunately there was an allegation made by a parent or by a student, And you had to answer to those allegations uh, through employee relations or human resources. Maybe you were struggling with personal things and you couldn't get to work on time and it resulted in a write-up or a directive or a very closed-door conversation between you and your supervisor. Whatever it was that made your year rough, nonetheless, it was rough. And just like the students, you have very little opportunities our time to kind of start anew. With that in mind, the question comes up, what do I do now? Um, you, we are in the season where teachers are receiving letters, even during the pandemic, as to whether or not they will be returning to the school, whether or not they'll be appointed, uh, reappointed, or non-reappointed, or terminated, depending on their particular contract, whether your state has a union, or your state does not have a union, all of these things are now underway because school must go on. If you are in a situation where your year has been rough and you receive a non-reappointed letter, you're now looking for a job. If you haven't already done so, I want to encourage you to listen to episode one, So Now I Need a Job, because that may help you um, prepare for the job search. But But this year is looming over your head. You're not sure whether or not you're going to get a positive reference you're not sure whether or not they're going to call your principal or your assistant principal uh, whether or not they are going to request a reference uh, from the individuals that firsthand what your challenges were during this school year there are two things that you you can do here because they will call for a reference sometimes even before they call you they will want to know what experiences the principal, the assistant principals, and even sometimes the coaches, instructional coaches, have had with you over the past year. Now with distance learning, you've had very few opportunities to uh, kind of redeem yourself in regard to the classroom and instruction and dealing with students, with the exception of administrators jumping into virtual classrooms, reviewing your modules, giving you feedback on your lesson plans. How you interact with the students is something that uh, looks very different with distance learning. So the feedback that they're gonna give is the feedback that they were able to witness throughout the school year. You can do a couple of things. The first being speak to your current, but soon to be former principal, about the challenges that you had during the year. I'm gonna encourage you to schedule this conversation as schools are beginning to develop plans for how teachers will come in to close down their classrooms, take home their personal belongings. Go ahead and send your principal an email requesting a meeting. It's not a meeting where you go in and you request another chance or to be reappointed because at this point, if you've been non-reappointed, that's been submitted to the powers that be and that decision is final. In this meeting, your goal is really to just talk about the challenges that you had, some of the feedback that they'd like to give you, really to get a understanding of what they perceived those challenges to be and particularly ask for feedback for the upcoming school year. I would also encourage you to share your plans for growth in those areas, because before you go into that meeting with your principal, I want you to go ahead and review the observations. I know observations were not complete, but there were some that occurred during the beginning of the school year, whether they were informal or formal. Review those, take a look at the feedback, and prepare to respond, not argumentatively, okay? Prepare to respond humbly in regard to how you plan to grow in those areas what you'll seek to do differently in a different environment. Don't make excuses for what occurred, but truly listen and then put forth a plan. Why would you do that if they have already decided you won't be returning to their campus? The number one reason that you would do that is so that they can understand where your, where your understanding of this past year is so that when they're speaking to a potential principal on your behalf, they're able to, yes, be honest and tell them what challenges they saw, but they're able to know how you plan on addressing those. So if they would like to speak to those plans that you have in place, then they're able to do so. They won't know what you plan on doing if you don't share it with them. When they have a discussion with that next principal, they'll only be able to share what they know. And if at this point, all they know is a rocky first year or rocky 17th year, and you've either been non-reappointed or decided that you may be experiencing a teacher school match and wanna try a different location. So it's gonna be very important that you have this meeting and you do so honestly and humbly. The second thing you're gonna wanna do is be honest about your challenges and plans um, to address your professional development and those challenges that were mentioned in your observations as well as by your principal when you go into the interview it does you no good to be dishonest because if you're offered the position they will call for a reference they will speak to your principal your assistant principal in some instances they will have access to your observation depending on whether or not you're working in the same district but you're looking for uh, a new school so you're going to want to be honest about your challenges when they ask you questions about classroom management and what does it look like that's an opportunity for you to define what your plan is going to look like but also an opportunity for you to be transparent about the challenges that you experienced this past school year and how you plan to address those challenges in the upcoming school year. You're not gonna wanna do this in a blanket fashion where you lack specificity. You're gonna want to be very specific about challenges that you experienced in the classroom with difficult um, dynamics um, or even just unique Uh, circumstances for your classes. You're going to want to speak to those specifically and give very detailed responses as to how your new classroom management or behavior management plan will look. The same is true if you struggled with instructional strategies or struggled with lesson planning. How are you going to plan differently how are you going to work with your teams, your professional learning communities, in a different light, so that you may fill those particular gaps that are present? When they ask questions toward the end of the interview, or say, "I leave that last question. Do you do you have anything else that we that you like to share with us?" Um, you can take the time to share what your references may say about you. Um, and not in a way that will be, and not in a way that will be argumentative or, uh, or, or are a source of blame or giving excuses at all. What you would do is respond to what potential your what potential references might say. So in this particular case, what you would do is you would say. If offered the position and seeking a reference, there are some things that I like to share with you. Um, And my plans really for how this upcoming school year will definitely be impacted by the previous one. And then you share your plans because they're gonna call and they will know. And if you don't share how you plan to field some of those challenges, it'll be very difficult for them to extend an offer you have to come off as being aware of your, of your situation, of your circumstances, and your growth areas. Because if they believe that you'll grow, that person on the other side of the table might definitely give you a chance. I, my number one advice before I close this podcast is do not, do not, do not count yourself out. I know this year may have been difficult. I know there have been challenges for all of us, and maybe you feel more challenges for you, but I do not want you to count yourself out. Yes, it may have been rocky. Yes, you could not finish the school year to quote, redeem yourself, close quote. However, you still have power in the plan. Thank you for spending time with me here on Classroom Chats with Crystal.